Hey, welcome to Tabletop Trio. I'm Bob. I'm Joe. And I'm Bronson. And we've got a great episode for you. Joe got a new toy. Yeah. And we all discuss our favorite video games, whether it's, you know, favorite co-op games, favorite single player games, all that fun stuff. You specifically go hard on the co-op games and what what the difference is between a, a now single player experience and a now multiplayer experience and how that's changed over time. Yeah, it was so much fun being able to talk with everyone in the chat and all that sort of stuff as well. So uh, without further ado, let's get into this episode, Tabletop Trio. Also cats and dogs. Welcome to another episode of the Tabletop Trio Podcast. I'm Bob. I'm Joe. I'm Bronson. And we've got another fun one today. Uh, Joe got a new toy. I got a lot of new toys. It's uh, It's been a while <laughs> since we've done an episode. Uh, you know, super fun, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. If you're, uh, if you're in the chat, welcome in. Thank you so much, Peter. I am the best. Just <laughs> putting that out there. Um, 4am Watch says, woohoo. <laughs> we are back. <laughs> Welcome back, Bronson. It's been, it's been a while since we've had you on. I've been all over the damn country <laughs> with work stuff. Just once or twice. Right? <laughs> yeah. It, it, and actually out of the country. <laughs> well, amend, amend that statement. And even from like the texts and like the, the, the messages and all that kind of stuff, it looked like you had a pretty good time, all things... Uh, Aside work things considered, you know? Yeah. I mean, I definitely get afforded the opportunity to go some interesting and fun places. Uh, walked around Ottawa and Montreal when I was in Canada. Got to see Boston for the first time. Went down to Washington, D.C. and did uh, the Monuments tour. Went over to San Francisco and my company took us out to a baseball game. That was a lot of fun. That's um, pretty cool. We were there to see the Giants, but the Giants got absolutely butchered. <laughs> um, and it's usually then, how it uh, goes. Yeah. And then... Uh, most recently, I was out in Ohio at a factory watching uh, new high-precision cooling units get assembled. I thought you were going to say paint dry. I don't know why. I just felt like that was what you were going to say. I mean, it's Ohio. I, I, I think that's why. <laughs> you know, I, so we went to Columbus. I didn't realize Columbus is popping. Mm. There's a lot of really cool like restaurants down uh, by the University, Ohio State's in Columbus. Uh, they took us to the, I think they call it the Horseshoe. It's like the old, like one of the oldest football stadiums around. Or, uh, Ohio State's enormous into football. And the campus is like. <laughs> what else you got? Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, the campus is like the size of a small town. <laughs> I didn't realize there's like, I think 20, 25,000 people. Or no, more than that. 20, 25,000 staff and like 45 to 50,000 students or something like that. Just it, insane. Like it's huge. The guy that was giving us the factory tour was like, yeah, Ohio State College is larger than my hometown. I was like, damn. That's wild. Yeah. That checks out. I've always wanted to visit one of those massive schools. Like, my brother went to Rutgers, so okay, cool. Like, Rutgers, New Brunswick. Yeah, I have. That's nothing uh, to see. Penn Penn State's in the chat. (laughs) (laughs) That was fun. I went there. They also are like a small city. Yeah, Penn Mm -hmm. State was nice. I almost went to Penn State. Really? Uh, yeah, I got I got accepted into almost every school I wanted to in the way that I wanted to, except for Penn State. Mm-hmm. I got accepted into every other college when I was applying, except Penn State wanted me to do like a two plus two program. So I actually, I got a scholarship to SUNY at Buffalo. 
that brought it down to the cost of Rutgers, which is what ultimately became my two choices. Uh, and I picked Rutgers, mm-hmm. but I was also accepted to Syracuse, but way too expensive. Back then, it was fifty five thousand dollars a year, so now it's got to be like well, seventy. Oh yeah, Easy. at least yeah. You <laughs> uh, Pitt, West Virginia University, and um, I feel like I'm forgetting one, but definitely Ohio. <laughs> no, <laughs> I did not apply to Ohio, and I made the wrong choice because Rutgers sucked. Yeah, yeah. Don't at me. And their, their football team was awful, too. Well, um, no, they were amazing. Yeah, well, they were good then. But When I went, that's when Ray Rice was on the team. Oh. oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah. I was in class with him. That's actually pretty I cool. I had a history class with him. I remember. Wasn't he, like, dumb, dumb? Yeah. Yeah. Like, dumb. <laughs> <laughs> it was always the best having, like, the school athletes in class. Because you're you, like you sit there and oh, you're just this like this is the easy class. Yeah, like, <laughs> got it. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's how I would feel. I don't I got, think I'd be happy about that. I got an A in American history. That's all I'm saying. That's I what the class was, was one of the few non-athletes that made it into the geology class. My okay. friend, my like sophomore year. So everybody there is talking about sports, and Bob's like, "I like rocks." <laughs> they literally <laughs> called that class "Rocks for Jocks." <laughs> <laughs> like. Like half the basketball team, like a quarter of the baseball team and the rest of the wrestlers were all in the same class. Wow. And I show up and I'm like, oh, I am. I have made a mistake. I am in the wrong class. And like <laughs> everyone's passed out. And I'm just like sedimentary. Yes. Sedimentary, <laughs> my dear Roxon. Um, yeah, no, I, contrary to that on the other end, I had a lot of respect. A lot of the guys on the football team actually that year, because they'd show you what major people were. There were a couple engineering majors mm-hmm. when I was a freshman. That is exceptionally impressive. Being able to do full-time sports and like a really hard science as a Oh yeah. as a major. God, I couldn't I couldn't even imagine having both of those commitments. That's insane. Yeah. Thank you for the follow, Purple Prince. Uh, they also say their football team siphoned all our engineering money. That's Phil, and Phil is correct. <laughs> Phil uh, Phil is one of the few things that I have to thank. For Rutgers, because Phil and I met at Rutgers, and then I uh, brought him into this friend group from hanging out with him at Rutgers. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, uh, that's, I want to say the only thing that made going to Rutgers worth it was I got <laughs> probably five or six lifelong friends out of that deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it turns out a lot of my friends from Ryder turned out to be major pieces of human fecal matter. Ooh, mm-hmm. tough. Yeah. Sometimes it'd be like that. I think yeah. I, I think I have two or three friends from DeVry that I still are like in touch with via Facebook. Mm-hmm. But that's just about, that's about it. Yeah, we, I have, we had two friends in the high school circuit really fall off and become, you know, nosedive garbage humans. Yeah. Oh, nice. <clears throat> but um, that's how my writer friends were. Yeah. One's like a total like right, like ultra right wing, you know, conservative kind of thing. On a scale of one to ten. And I'm, I mean, ten being like the worst dregs. How bad would you say they were? And I'm going to tell you a follow-up story of why the guy we know is worse. Um, probably a nine. Okay. I'm not going to say like <laughs> 10, like flaming turd kind of thing. Gotcha. He's up there. What's wrong with Spencer's car? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's somebody else's now. Yeah. 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 RIP the flaming turd. Fun oh, fact, still there. This, this guy actually he polishes it. 
It's, it's actually... But it's still a turd, though. Yeah, but now it's a shiny turd. It's but a it, polished But you polished turd. the turd, it's still a turd. <laughs> I, I don't know. I looked at it. I didn't know that thing could be that shiny. <laughs> I don't think it's looked that good since 2009. <laughs> when it was a bone stock GTI. When no, it still no, had no, the roof was, not sawzalled off? Yeah, that it was yeah. that. Because I think that happened in 2010. <laughs> I was there for that, fun fact. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. I told them to disconnect the battery just in case it sets off the airbag. The amount of times that I've said something joking to Spencer and then him turn around and do it is too many. I mean, we've seen it here on the show as yeah. a guest. Yeah, yeah. His his bed, he was moving. He was moving like upstairs to somebody's thing. His bed didn't fit in the doorway. And I was like, ha, ha, ha. You should just cut it in half and then bring it upstairs to two pieces. And then four minutes later, Spencer was holding a sawzall. <laughs> Oh, boy. <laughs> Fit it upstairs, though. But, uh, you. <laughs> I can respond to the nine with someone that Joe and I know that was a hard 10. Oh and boy. I will leave it at this. He's on the sex offender registry now. Oh. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he dropped off the face of the planet for a couple of years. And then when he showed back up on Facebook, he re-added my ex-girlfriend. Because I'm still friends with her on Facebook. And I saw, like, blah, blah, blah is now friends with blah, blah, blah. And I was like... Uh oh, and I messaged her and I was like, hey, you know, like the reason he wasn't on Facebook and has no friends is because he's like a walking dumpster fire of a human and probably deserves to be beaten to death, right? And she was like, oh no, I didn't know that. And I was like, just please be careful. Here's the website. Yeah. I was like, I don't even have to link you. You could just go search his name and he'll pop up. I didn't think it was true. I was giving him benefit of the doubt. So I went to the website and then I found him and I was like, oh. Oh boy! Yep. Oh, it's the real one. You you made it to the real one. That's that's a website you don't want to be on. And you know <laughs> what? When we were younger, he was very like, um, very flirty with women to the point where it would be really annoying. I'd argue everyone, but yeah, that's true. But like, <laughs> we would be somewhere and trying to like move on. Like, we'd go to the mall together with all our whole friend group of like eight people, and we'd have to be waiting for him talking to a girl in the store who obviously did not want to talk to him. So I, I remember at one point we were in Hot Topic. That's how long ago this was. We were little rocking goth kids. We liked Hot Topic. Yeah. Um, I walked over because he's like five foot two. Yeah, he was tiny. And I just picked him up and walked away with him because I was tired <laughs> of waiting for him. And um, it got progressively worse out of there. He actually gained a nickname at college. He went to Quinnipiac. He got the nickname the Quinnipiac Rapist. Oh, nice. Yep, because of how creepy he was. And I guess that just kept escalating. Yeah. So yeah, that's uh, I'm glad that we've left some of those people in the past. And uh, if uh, if you know who I'm talking about and you see him, beat him up. Yeah. <laughs> I I had a guy somewhat similar in high school as well. He was part of our friend group, but I just I got a really bad vibe off the guy. Mm. And everyone's like, oh, you're just jealous that he's you know he got super popular when he came here because like the kid came from North Dakota. Mm. And All everyone right. wants to get to know the new kid and blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, yeah, I just, there's something off about him. And I didn't, like, he was just too friendly. Yeah. Like, he'd be too mm. much like, hey, man, how are you? You're How's my best going? friend now. Oh, yeah. got it. Overly Serial. friendly. Serial oh, yeah. killer. Yep. And, you know, slowly and surely, like, we, like, he was part of, like, a friend group of mine. We'd meet at the bar or something. And he just, you know, would go out and start flirting with people. And I'm like, dude, you've been in a committed relationship for uh, how long now? <laughs> Turns out he Disgusting. was arrested back when we were in college for breaking into girls' dorm rooms. Oh. And rubbing one out. Oh. 
Ugh. Gross. Yeah, he was arrested. Um, his girlfriend was also arrested, I believe, as a like an accessory to it. Oh, really? And she for knew? deleting and for like deleting text messages and evidence and like Ugh. that kind of stuff. Uh, Gross. Yeah. Classic and, mistake. And as Don't be soon involved. as it happened, I I'm like, I called it. I knew this guy was a piece of shit. Fuck you. Fuck you. Here you go. And here it was. And I try like, not to like <clears throat> judge people off meeting them once or a bad vibe because you never know like when your first impression is just oh, bad. Yeah. But when you get consistent bad impressions, that's when like. I'm usually pretty good at reading people. Yeah, you are. Uncannily, actually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If, if I do, if I'm a one and done, something's wrong. Yeah. yeah. I, I try to be friends with everybody, but. There's just some people that aren't worth your time. No. Oh, God, no. It, I think part of growing up is learning where to draw that line, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and I think you get better at it as you get older because, you know, all right, f- you know, fool me once, shame on me, you know, fool me twice, like that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Fool me once, shame on you. Oh. Yeah. Fool me twice, shame on me. Nah. It's <laughs> tomato, potato, okay? <laughs> but, you know, it, it's one of those things where as you grow older, you kind of, you get into that and you get, better at it where you're like oh i'm starting to feel some red flags over here like yeah. i felt this way before one thing that really bothers me is when people assert the friendship on you mm. because that always feels strange so it's like yeah. I, if i meet somebody new and i like invite them places and they invite me places and we chat every now and then on discord or text or whatever and it like progresses naturally into a friendship no problem but i've had people that i've only very briefly become friends with be like you're my i had someone say you're my goodest friend and i was mm-hmm. like first of all that's because you're a degenerate <laughs> second of all and you only hang out with degenerates mm. second of all no i'm not <laughs> like I, I you are at this point a light friend strong acquaintance mm-hmm. don't put that on me and it got very out of hand because he ended up asking me to be the best man at his wedding mm. oh and it was like uh, I don't want to get into the whole disaster story, but they, oh, I know that is. Yeah. They yeah, only yeah. knew each other for a week and then got engaged and blamed it on something I said at D and D. And it was just, Oh my, it was a huge, huge spiral. And then they had obviously marital problems. Like fuck who saw who that coming would have known. I, I would have put money on lifelong. And then they, they came back later, like a year later and they're like, Oh, we're going to therapy, we're working everything out. And I'm like, good for you. And they're like, we want to do an actual ceremony. We want you to be the best man. And I was like, Nope. You should make sure your therapist has a therapist on dial. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, it was just, again, like red flags everywhere. Like not a great dude, not a good track record. I was literally warned of them by Joe. He was like, wait a minute, who's in your D&D game? And I was like, blah. And he was like, <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> danger, danger, danger. <laughs> you got your spare therapist. Yeah, I need backups. <laughs> just in case one breaks down. I got therapists in different area codes. <laughs> <laughs> well, so. got to give them a break sometimes, you know? <laughs> oh yeah. So we were a little bit, little bit late coming on a, because work was miserable, Yeah. but Joe got a new toy. Yeah. Well, I got a, f- I got a few new toys. One's one's here. Uh, one, uh, you, if you saw on the Instagram, I got my, uh, virtual pinball machine, Working enough to enjoy virtual pinball, so we were um, we were playing some WWF uh, Royal Rumble. We, we may have gotten a little bit lost with the time there. <laughs> uh, the WWF Royal Rumble 
pinball machine has a lot of clips of Macho Man Randy Savage going like, oh, yeah. And it's so good. It is very good. <laughs> I think the best quote was, where is the ball? I don't know, but I think you're wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize there was a mini game. All of a sudden the ball got trapped and I heard like crowd noises and I was like, what's going on? And Joe's like, I think you're wrestling. And I looked up at the screen and I was losing because I wasn't pushing any buttons. (laughs) And I realized I had to be like whacking the bumpers. (laughs) The more you know. (laughs) Today I learned you can wrestle in pinball. Yeah. So it's, it's a fun time. I think we, I don't know if we'll do a, um, like its own video or maybe we'll have like a, uh, a few Instagram clips on it. But, um, Right now, I have about 150-something pinball machines on it um, that I enjoy or thought would be fun. Um, you got to get the mid-2000s NASCAR machine. I think I, I, think I have that one. I love that Is game. that the one with the, the racetrack around the outside? Or is that a different one? I think it's a different one. All right, so I'll, I'll try to get the other one, too. I have I grabbed one that has the, the racetrack around the outside. Um, that sounds freaking awesome, it's, though it's pretty ridiculous it is it's really <laughs> awesome <laughs> but um it's it's a it's a really good time uh a lot of people are going to learn lingo that i just say that nobody knows what it means about pinball machines so funny story uh my parents have a real pin which short for pinball machine they call them pins if you've been around um that one's pretty easy lingo so this guy get it. there's like one guy <laughs> for New Jersey, Pennsylvania, and like half of New York that services pinball machines. If you call them or call anybody, everybody points you to the same guy. His name was Frank. <laughs> cool guy. He comes to my house because we got hit by lightning. The machine stopped working. Guy comes, starts repairing the machine. Now, pinball machines, like real pinball machines, have ginormous transformers in there because there is a lot of electronic components. So the guy's in there fiddling about and then we're talking and he's, I'm asking questions cause I was like 16 or 17 at the time. And he knew I was interested in what was going on. I mean, it's a computer and it was uh mechanical cause it was like 1988 machine. God, I thought like, you meant your house got hit by lightning recently. I was like, no, why no, didn't no. you tell me about that, that way back in the day? <laughs> uh, so, you know, it, it was going, everything was good and he was explaining things. And then all of a sudden out of the blue, He's like head deep in the machine, I'd say up to the waist. And you hear, fuck shit, cock ass. And I was like, that's it, he's dead. Uh, he he touched the thing he wasn't supposed to, and he obviously just got electrocuted. I'm freaking out, getting ready to call 911. Like, going to call my mom to let me, like, I didn't do it. I didn't kill him. Like, it, he did the thing. So he gets out of the machine. I'm like, you good? And he's like, oh, sorry, I forgot to tell you. I have Tourette's. I was like, could you, before you touch high voltage electronics, let me know that you might say that? But he's a cool guy. And he, honestly, he, he told me way more than what I needed to or what he needed to for what we were paying for him to fix a machine. But uh, he's just a cool guy. I don't, I don't know where he is now. I should call him just, just to see. I don't have anything for him to fix. I just want to know. Show him the video of the multi-pinball machine. I'm sure all of that. He'd be like, how dare you? <laughs> how dare you? How <laughs> dare you? The machines are taking my job, man. Put a TV screen in a pinball machine. Get degenerate. Exactly. <laughs> well, so, could he take a look at the, uh, the Blitz Arcade? No, he don't. He strictly does oh, pinball, machines. pinball machines. Well, we know what the problem with the Blitz Arcade is, right? The controller... Yeah, like the it's, the ball rollers or whatever. No, it's the stupid 
49 way joystick controller. Yeah. So Midway decided back in the 1997, 1998, that instead of doing an eight way joystick or a four way joystick or any other good way to do multi joystick, they were like, let's make a 49 way joystick. Not and then, 50. and then it's going to be its own door daughter board. So it's about this size. And then we're only going to use it for four games. And then we're not going to make any extras so that when they start to die, because they have an astronomically high fail rate because it uses literal light sensors to work. So when it fails, and you can't get a replacement, oh my God. you can go fuck yourself. So Tough. I could convert the machine to eight-way, but then you could see the guy running, like, very obviously in, like, a diagonal, uh, like, up, 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 and I don't want to do that. So I've been scouring eBay and messaging all of these uh, arcade, like, warehouses and spare part companies. I've been across the goddamn seaboard. The last lead I had, he had three or four working boards. He was in California. The fucking week I called him, he's like, I could check, but I can't get to the factory right now, like the warehouse. It's like, why not? He's like, because it's near the fi- the wildfires. Oh, no. Oh. And I was like, how, how close are we talking? And he's like, there might not be a warehouse when I come back. And I'm like... Yike. I'm like, real real talk. And and I don't mean this in a bad way. Can you get me one of those real quick? <laughs> Cause like if those burn down, I'm fucked. <laughs> oh yeah. You told somebody to go into a wildfire. I would do it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't ask anything from anyone that I wouldn't do myself. I'd go in. Those things are like gold. <laughs> so So needless to say, they've all uh, been destroyed. Uh, potentially, I, I gotta call him. He never called me back. He never got back to me. He never said if he got there or not. Mm. So we'll find out. But I do. I was on eBay. I think I have like five or six of them in my basement that may or may not work. I've just been buying them, <laughs> uh, just like in hopes. <laughs> in the chat, uh, Purple Prince says, uh, "Between all of us, you think we can fix one?" Maybe it's not even like a bad solder joint or like a bad something it's it's literally like the chip in the in the board fails and then that's the end of that so i have like i think i have like 12 joysticks there's only four on the arcade but i think i have like 12 joysticks i have like six or eight uh of the boards that have failed i think i have two or three wiring harnesses just in case that was the problem and then I went and I bought all new graphics, like the, the table graphics and the side graphics, so that when it, it does work, I could just make it like nice and new looking again. Because, uh, you know, it's got some years on it. It's yeah. a 1999 machine. But well, one day, there'll be, there'll be a video one day of us playing NFL Blitz 99. <laughs> and we have to figure out a way to get it to be streamable so we can throw it up on Twitch. Uh, you'd have to point a camera at it. And then the it's hard CRT Yeah, the TV hard bug. part yeah, is going to be it's a CRT. But because it's an arcade monitor, it doesn't run at the frequency that TVs ran at for the CRTs. I think they're only like 25 hertz or something astronomically stupid. Uh, some do 15, some do 25. So that's like your, your FPS. So it's a little different for the arcade machines. So they might do the bar. It might not do the bar. We'll figure it out. We, we got know. tools. We'll... We'll figure it out. <laughs> that's 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 always fascinating me. Like, 
um, just even seeing arcade machines and arcade games and that kind of stuff. Like I love going to the different like yestercades, mm-hmm. um, you know, um, like beer, uh, like beercades or barcade yeah, bar or whatever cades. it is in like yeah. Philly and New York. Um, it, it's just always been so cool to me because even growing up, it's like, all right, yeah, I went to arcades and I'd play games and that kind of stuff. But mm-hmm. like, I, there's just something special about being able to do it now. Yeah. I, I love arcade games, like the cabinets and stuff. And especially now that like I've had a handful that I've been able to work on, um, they are just so different than like regular home consoles and stuff, which makes it just so much more intriguing because it's like you open, like if, if I show you the NFL blitz board, uh, it's about this tall. It's about yay wide. There's like one big fan on it, she and thinks. then it's just a bunch of like chiplets. Like, yeah, wow. And then there's a ROM. So it used to run on a hard drive. So the a lot of arcade games from like the the mid '90s, like late '90s, early thousands, ran on hard drives. You, you literally plug the hard drive in, mm-hmm. the games on the hard drive, and then everything else was to run that game. So I was like, oh fuck. That thing is really old. That hard drive probably got like some hours on it. <laughs> so I took off the hard drive. I ripped it. I still have the hard drive somewhere in the basement. And then I went and I got a CF card, which are like the, the big old camera cards, um, with the game on the CF card with a converter to convert it to an IDE port, which is like a 40-pin adapter. So now my arcade runs on... Basically a solid state drive <laughs> versus uh, the hard drive that could crash and die. Yeah. So I was like, this is this is better. I, I like oh, this yeah. more. <laughs> well, even now, like I love going down the shore and going in the arcades. And like one of the big things I've been into lately are coin pusher games. Really? A lot of people have been into I, coin pushers. I've heard those have the highest payout out of all the machines mm-hmm. in the arcade. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Well, so my girlfriend and I, we go to this one in um, somewhere in South Jersey called Round One. Mm. Okay. It's in the mall and there's a whole bunch of like different, like they have basketball games and like coin pushers and all that. Well, the one day the Willy Wonka coin pusher machine (laughs) broke down, but it was still accepting people's tokens. Oh, but it wasn't working. Mm. So we're walking around. We're like, Oh man, the machine doesn't work. A few minutes later, we see the lights back on and we're like, Oh, all right, sure. Let's go in. So there's just a mountain of coins. We swiped it once. There were like, we were playing on that machine for a good half hour <laughs> because Jeez. people kept going up and trying to do it. There's, you know how like with some of those machines you'll get like, yeah. Oh, collect all of the cards and mm-hmm. you'll win a special bonus, but it's almost next to impossible of doing yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. We did that twice mm. <laughs> with the amount of cards that were in it to the point where we actually depleted the machine. That's fantastic. Of cards. It's still my like proudest moment of ever being in our, in an arcade. Because between me, her, and her dad, we're all sitting on, like, these two machines. We're like, all right, sure. Boop, 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 boom. Okay, cool. We got, like, five more cards. Boop, 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 boop. Oh, look, we played enough, so we get more coins. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we're playing even more. Like, it was ridiculous. We got, like, probably a good, like, five or 8,000, like, wow tickets mm. just off of getting all, like, the regular stuff in. Yeah. Plus being able to fill out the collection two times over. Yeah, that's damn. Like I, it was awesome. I have a couple in my basement because I keep forgetting to bring them every time I go to iPlay. I've probably had them. When did iPlay open? Two thousand twelve. I don't remember. Two thousand something. Two thousand eleven. 
that's when I went. We were still in high school, so it had to no, be it was like, after. It was after high school. Was po- it post high school? Yeah, oh. it's college. So yeah. uh, when it opened, actually, it might have been like two thousand eight. Because I I distinctly remember they're going going there with uh, Charlie and Ryan for the first time. Yeah, it might have been two thousand seven, two thousand eight. Because yeah, and then Charlie shipped out to the Marines my freshman year of high school or of a college. I mean. So it had to be either like the summer before college. Yeah. So it was probably like 2007, there. 2008. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I ended up completing it. 2011. It was 2011. Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm. So. November 11th, 2011. Yeah. Mm. Mm. 11, 11, 11. I thought it was earlier because I remember competing there. Uh, I guess that was after. Um, but yeah, I, I still have a whole set and then some of the Wizard of Oswalds. In wow. my basement, that have the iPlay logo on it, so I like I they can't fuck me and say that they don't pay out. That's true. But if they ever got rid of the machines, then I'm like, yeah. So I gotta go and like just cash them in. I don't know how much they're worth now, but they used to be like eight thousand tokens if you had the set. Maybe I'm thinking of a beach trip because the arcade at Jenks. We always used to go to the Jenks. Yeah, oh, I, I love that the might Jenks be what arcades. I'm thinking of. So I Mark no. Rober just put a video out yeah. on arcades, like denoting. Which ones are absolute scams? And I knew that oh, the yeah. claw games were complete random chance. Mm-hmm. Like you can actually set in those. I only want someone to win one in every two hundred grabs. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, you can actually set them so oh, higher. nobody can win. Yeah, there there is that. I actually and was no about to, against it. I was about to buy one. Mm. I found it's on eBay. If um if four AM watch just wants to just mute real quick, if you could just. Just hit that button for like for like two minutes. <laughs> we'll just put it on one so it still counts as a view. Yeah, just one just for like two minutes. <laughs> um, there is um, in I was looking at these little claw machines. They're like yay big, about yay tall, and they're like mini. So this is a little 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 grabby guy, and um, it was like six or seven hundred dollars. And I was like, that's a lot for like a tiny claw machine, but it had like the full LCD screen. Blah blah. blah. I was like, well, cool, whatever. Um, on I'm on eBay. I found one, and then on, right under it, it was a pink one instead of a blue one, and it was like 450. I was like, mm, this is kind of a deal. So I clicked it, and they are based. the per, The person selling it is in Perth Amboy, which oh, is geez. like maybe 10 minutes from here, maybe. <laughs> and they have this thing set to free shipping, so I was like, all right, if it's free shipping, and this thing weighs like a hundred and something pounds, this bitch is going through freight. So you're paying like a hundred dollars in shipping. So what if I just lowballed this guy and offered him like two fifty? I'll pick up. And yeah. I know what you're thinking, Joe. What the fuck would you do with a claw machine? I'll what tell you what. Couldn't you do with a claw machine? It's a tiny one. So I would fill it with dice. <laughs> it is just that is enough a personal attack. It is just <laughs> enough claw to pick uh, to pick up d twenties. Oh no, I am. Too picky with dice to go after a claw machine filled with Sir, dice. That is the it's a claw machine. extra dice tower if you think about yeah, it. Yeah, it's a claw machine. It's the perfect amount of picky. You pick the die. <laughs> yeah, if it actually picks it up. I would set that. <laughs> so, play till you win. No, I'm not. Listen, we don't, we don't play those games here. <laughs> I'll, I'll buy a little quarter thing for you. So you could you could change out your dollar bills for some quarters. Only if it's one of those like belt buckle like. <laughs> here you go, yeah, kid. I'll, I'll do Knock it. Knock yourself out. Yep. Told you once. I'll tell you again. I'm not playing a fucking claw machine at my friend's house. 
<laughs> not with that attitude, you're not. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> but like, if you think about it, that would be the ultimate dice tower. So what I was actually thinking about getting it, that that was that was something in, that came out of it. You grab it, you drop it in, you turn the little shoot thing into a dice tower. Yeah. And it spits out, and there's your roll. So that's one thing that I was thinking about. The other thing was to use it um, for like bar related things. Okay. You know, like uh, this is the shot or, uh, you know, this is the beer, this is whatever, and have it like a, like a, like a bar type gimmick um, or D&D related or really whatever the hell else I want because I could change it literally daily. Because you own a claw machine. Yeah, because I own it. <laughs> <laughs> so this is why I can't um, think of things. This is why I can't have nice things because I just abuse whatever. Phil says, God damn it, Joe. Nah, God, I know. God <laughs> damn it, me. You could practically name our D&D chat that. What? The, t- the yeah. Monday game? Oh, yeah. You'd probably just rename that chat. God damn it, Joe. <laughs> and the Thursday game, too. For different reasons. <laughs> I, I feel like the chaos in the Thursday game is equal parts Joe and Graham. <laughs> yeah. 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 We don't even... It's It's scary. Because we don't even have to say anything. We just look at each other <laughs> and know. After meeting him, I knew he was going to be a good addition to this game. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I met him one time and I was like, uh-oh. He's like me. This is dangerous. <laughs> uh-oh. We just became best friends. <laughs> and they're playing a goblin and a kobold. Yeah. What could Who hate each wrong? other. The amount of times I tried to kill him. Meanwhile, like with the time off that I've had from the Thursday game... I've thought up so many terrible scenarios for my character to go through. Like, there is a chance Why? he could turn, like, down a very dark path. Why? He has a special toy that he likes to play with a lot. Oh, right. <laughs> also, phrasing? Yeah, phrasing. Definitely phrasing. I made the executive decision to give Bob a staff of the woodlands, and he's been going around animating trees and... Dire wolves. Dire wolves and really, uh, like, whatever he can. Bushes. Don't make me take that away from you. I was going to say, don't be surprised one day if Zane is just like, hey, guys, I'm going to go over here. And, like, months later, the party comes into him, and he just has a giant fucking army of bushes. <laughs> it's like, oh, you talked down to me then? Oh, what about now? I'm afraid. I'm going to show you how strong I am. And then the whole party just casts fireball. You're like, I'll see you next time. <laughs> My only weakness, fire. <laughs> Which is ironic because I play a circle of wildfire druid. We are only immune to our wildfire spirits fire. Not any other fire. Really? Yep. Mm-hmm. We don't even have fire resistance. Nope. Hilarious. Talk about an oversight. And we can't <laughs> cast fireball. And I'm so mad about well, that. Well, <laughs> uh, one of my caveats to playing Vandre and Joe's game was like, I want to play a wildfire druid, but I also really want to play a wizard exclusively because I want to throw fireballs. And Joe was like, I'll let you trade fireball for revivify. And I was like, done. <laughs> I don't know if I can trust myself with the That's really with fireball over revivify. <laughs> I don't know if it blocked on your end, but on my Twitch, I had to, I had to unblock, uh, <laughs> Phil's chat, which is he's got more Bush than an 80s porno. (laughs) It blocked blocked Bush and porno. (laughs) Porno, understandable. Bush, not not as clear. Want to go ahead and tell them what you named your Bush? George. (laughs) 
George Bush of the jungle. <laughs> that was one of those, all right, Bob, what do you want to name him? And I'm like, eh, the first thing that pops in my mind, uh, George. And everyone's like, oh, haha, that's a funny. Wait a minute. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> His nickname's W. Damn it. Damn it. <laughs> and now he lives in my backpack. He does. I'm going to set him on fire. I can't stress enough. Which I can't wait for that because he's charmed for a month until something, like, unless something bad happens. But after that month, he's free to do whatever he wants. Yeah. Or she, they, whatever they want to do. It? Because it's a bush. It is a bush, but they are sentient. Yeah, it's true. Aren't plants, they have, like, male and female parts, right? That like Dep- I know depends when they, on the when plant? things flower. Yeah, I think it depends on the plant. Both. Oh, I think. Yeah, but I they know re- some, but they also reproduce by budding. Yeah. So Though I, I just know. saw hmm. that there's this one plant that uh, if a bug or something gets near it, it shoots like a little dart that like gets stuck on it. So then when it goes to another plant, it like pollinates the the next one to like reproduce. Uh, you, plants are weird. Nature's metal. Yeah. <laughs> It's weird stuff. That's all I got. <laughs> Good lord. What do we got? Oh, I see some male plants, female plants, plants that get both male and female parts. Yes, yeah, so it's, mm. it's one big happy family. Mm. Thanks, Lena. The more you know. That was Phil. Look up the tree oh, uh, no. that has Lena. pods that explodes shooting seeds at like 80 miles an hour. Yeah, that's yep. horrifying. That is uh, <laughs> That is my nightmare. Listen... There are many things I'm afraid of, but if, that is one of them. If a plant comes at me with seeds at like 80 miles an hour, I'm getting my shotgun and we're going to play a game. It's called, which one shoots first? <laughs> well, clearly if the tree is shooting at you. Which one shoots last? The tree shot first. <laughs> it's like the whole debate between Han just, and Greedo. No, like just, who shot first? Han shot first? Just you know? one plant has to shoot and then I'm taking down the whole line. <laughs> I know these things, and yet I kill all of my potted plants. She has a superpower where (laughs) she can kill succulents. Wait, succulents? What? Yeah. Eh? How? That's magic. You're supposed to ignore them. (laughs) Magic. (laughs) The only time I've watched a succulent die is... So when my girlfriend and I first started dating, I bought her a, like... Like, you know, those little, like, dollar store succulents that, like, you can get at, like, ShopRite and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Can I just interject and say that my wife exclusively calls those sucky boys? <laughs> <laughs> um, so I bought her one, and it it grew. Like, I've never seen a succulent actually, like, grow into, like, a whole, like, full-ass plant. Mm-hmm. Oh, she bought a baby cactus is what she bought. <laughs> well, it wasn't, it wasn't even a cactus. It, it was... It was actually kind of similar to the one in like the D12 looking thing okay. over there, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but it grew long. Oh yeah, those things go. I mean, that one's fake. Everything you see here uh, that don't have the glass water bulbs, those will never die, nor will they grow. <laughs> well, you say that. <laughs> um, but well, like, they no, they could die. My cat's like eating things that look like plants, but are not plants. Uh, oh, they're very fun. dumb cats. Fair. They're like, you know what? I know this doesn't taste like tree, but I'm going to keep chewing. What if it did? (laughs) What if I just bit the wrong leaf eight times? (laughs) Pretty much. It's the ninth time's the charm. I'm telling you, man. 
Um, but this one literally started growing almost like, you know, those, those plants that like older Italian people always have in their house. Oh, the money trees. Basically. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of what it turned into. Mm. And Mm. the only reason it died is because it was left outside and their brand new puppy thought it would be a great chew toy. Mm. Uh, We look out the window and we're like, what's Poppy doing? And she's running with the plant in her mouth, take it out <laughs> of the little tiny pot that it was in. It had to be repotted like four times. Oh, jeez. Because it got so big. And she's just prancing around in the backyard. And I'm like, oh, I see how this is. We lost uh, three or four money trees. I think one was due to it not being watered enough. And three, because my cats love the taste of money trees. I mean, it's money. No matter where we put them, we would just find them. Eating the thing. I'm like, how'd you even get up there? You, you never go that high. And yet, they <laughs> jump, find jump, a way. Jump. Then I come back and there's just a stick. Like an actual just stick left. And I'm like, okay. I don't think that one's going to come back. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations, you've made a stick. That's yeah. my chlorophyll. <laughs> I have reverse dogs. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, uh, Kel is... Very dog-like. Okay, yeah, but he's also stupid. <laughs> like uh, I said, he's very dog-like. Yeah. He he's walked into a door before. Baby. He got baby brain. Yeah. Permanently. <laughs> yeah, he's pretty much stuck like that. Yeah, Gypsy's we're, like that, too. We're, we're, we're talking about you. Oh, is he over here? Yeah, and he just does not care. No. no. He's, he's assed out like, like a dog. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't you talk about baby like that. <laughs> 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 Listen. Fine. I'm, I'm glad my, um, like, the way I reference cat now, if, if I see a cat or a dog, baby, mm-hmm. there there's no other proper noun associated with a cat anymore. I just yell puppy at dogs. Like, regardless. I've seen, like, 190-pound dogs. I'm like, bape. You remember when <laughs> Ryan used to yell kitty at dogs? <laughs> <laughs> my friend named his dog Cat. Mm. <laughs> I saw a post that was like, uh, dogs' names are all like Lucas or like something like a proper human name. And then cats are like Dumbo Flumpkin and like Mr. <laughs> Wiggles. And like, I mean, true. what do you mean as a guy who has a, two dogs named Johnny and Sophie <laughs> and a cat named Bungle Schlupus? <laughs> That's Next Mr. Valorant name. Mr. Bungle Schlupus to you. No, Mr. <laughs> Sloopus was my father. Call me Bungle. <laughs> Just don't call me Bung, man. Listen. <laughs> you try to print that on one of like the name tag machines at Petco, and they're going to just bring you back with four asterisks. Phil is telling me I have to pronounce baby correctly because I don't say baby. I say babi. <laughs> That's how I refer to cats. Yeah. He's a babi. So I've I've noticed I've d- I do a thing sometimes where like I said I yell puppy at every dog, um, and sometimes I'll be driving when I see a puppy, but I'll have my windows down and I don't catch it in time. So I just turn out my window while I look at the dog and go puppy, and then the owner will just be like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like I'm not catcalling you, lady. I'm catcalling I'm dog. Catcalling your dog. <laughs> I have no interest in the human. Yeah, be gone. <laughs> Be gone. Give me the one with four legs, please. Yes, I would I would like the fluffy one. I wish to pet the puppy. <laughs> I want to see the baby. All the time. Every time I go somewhere, no matter where I am, just direct eye contact and then just puppy. 
Well, speaking of dogs, this weekend we had a dog family reunion for my girlfriend's dog. <laughs> okay. So it, it was actually really cool. We, um, two years ago, uh, my girlfriend adopted a, uh, a rat terrier border collie mix puppy. That's a wild mix. Um, the smartest fucking dog you will ever meet. <laughs> oh yeah. And probably acts like he's on crack all the time. Oh yeah. Border yeah. collies and, and terriers are notoriously high energy. Mm-hmm. Oh Yes. Uh, except for yeah. Poppy, she is the laziest dog. Well, <laughs> I wouldn't say she's the laziest, but she's up there. She has her moments. Mm. Um, so they adopted out three dogs. They were all the border collie color on a rat terrier body. Mm. All right. So tiny, fat neck, little tiny head, <laughs> super long legs, like very disproportionate dogs. Mm. It sounds like they got most of that body shape from a border collie. But with the terrier head. Pretty much. Um, so we all got together to have a, uh, a family reunion because the other two people that adopted the siblings are ones in like Hoboken and the others in the Bronx. Oh. So we all got together for a family reunion for the dogs over the weekend. And, oh boy, my girlfriend's dog is so socially awkward. I have never, <laughs> I have never met a socially awkward dog <laughs> until... This dog and I, amazing. I love Poppy. I am basically her emotional support human mm-hmm. <laughs> to the point there was a little scuffle at the dog park that we were at and like a bunch of new dogs that came in. They like got a little overwhelmed and started barking and everything. Her dog runs to me <laughs> and climbs into my lap. I am in danger. And she's just like, save me. And the other, like her siblings are just like, oh, hey, what's going on over there? <laughs> oh, they're fighting. All right. Hold my beer. And like they're like they're running in. But they all look the it's same. It's a scrap. It's a scrap. <laughs> like these dogs all look the same. They're just scaled to different sizes. Scaled different. <laughs> but they it's so weird how like dog genetics are because they all had allergies. They all hmm. still have allergies. They all had stomach <laughs> problems when they were little, like when they were puppies. Like they're all like riddled with anxiety. Oh jeez. <laughs> it's the funniest thing how like they all were, but oh my god, it was so much fun to uh to go to this thing. It was pretty great. Did they yes. did they look like or seem like they actually knew? They didn't really care. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna share this picture with you guys. Guess which dog is my girlfriend's dog? I'm gonna guess the one behind the bench. The one hiding behind yeah, the yeah. bench. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> but they all look the same, just different proportions. Yeah. Yeah. They all look <laughs> the like, same but different. <laughs> like one's about three quarter size. Yeah, that's just a gradient of size down. <laughs> Literally, like Poppy has longer legs. Milo is a little bit shorter, but a little bit like bigger at the same time. And then Scarlet looks like she had like a little bit of corgi in her. <laughs> we did a um one of those like pet DNA test things for um our parents' dog, uh, Milo, because he's a big mutt, and we didn't know they found him in, on a mountain. So they're just like, Neh. so <laughs> when we got him, I was like, he's got some like big fucking paws. He's gonna be a big dog. And they were like, I don't know, he might. Stay. So we went and got the DNA test, <clears throat> and um, it turns out that he, yes, should have been a big dog, uh, except he also got, like, 
the equivalent of like Napoleon syndrome. Oh no. <laughs> so he's got like these tiny stumpy legs. So he kind of <laughs> looks like a German shepherd, like head. Um, but I don't think he has, <clears throat> he has a lot of shepherd in him. And I think one of his parents was, um, you know, like the mop dogs. Yes. Yeah. That's one of his parents. I don't know how he's got short hair and just kind of looks like a German shepherd, but one of he's all shepherds. So he used to herd my cats when <laughs> we were renovating the house. Our cats were in, uh, my wife's parents' house, with the dog. So whenever they went to go leave the room that he associated with home, he would just put them back. Um, <laughs> and that's what he did. He just herded the cats. So, like, that was... We didn't tell him to do that. He just... Shepherd mix. Instinctively did he, it. He knew. Yep. Uh, except we wanted them to be able to walk out. He's like, no, I got you. They stay there. This is how it's supposed to be. <laughs> He's like, no, 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 they need to stay. Yeah, they need to stay there because I said so. <laughs> Them's and, the rules. And that's just how it works. But now he's a big sausage. He's <laughs> He gets fed way too much. When you go to, like, pet him, there's no, there's no like, fluff of dog. There's, like, meat that you shake back and forth. <laughs> just a unit. Yeah. <laughs> absolute just, unit. Just unit dogs. When I roll him on his side, he just, like, plops. And then his legs don't touch anymore because it's his <laughs> belly. Amazing. <laughs> Look at me. I am cat herder now. <laughs> Pretty much. And then he does it outside to, he'll try to attack and herd the deer uh, that are around. And then he's got such like a a, a, a a complex now because he's got tiny legs, but he was supposed to be a big dog. So like he'll go to jump on the couch and he'll like eye it up and he'll do the math. And he's like, yeah, I got this. And then forget that his legs are stumpy. So he just hits the couch head first. The risk I took was calculated, but boy, am I bad at math. <laughs> real, real bad. But he'll he'll yell at other dogs that are like four times the size. I'm like, what are you doing? Dogs have no concept of size. That is oh, incorrect God. because he's terrified of tiny dogs. Really? Yeah. Hmm. He huh. he will fight every big dog. He'll be aggressive as fuck because like he's got to be the big dog. And then the little dogs will just be like, the fuck is that? No, hell no. This guy's crazy. That's a rat with teeth. I ain't about that life. <laughs> we we jokingly call my one dog Johnny the fun police. <laughs> Why? We can't really take him to the park anymore because if he sees dogs having fun, he goes in and shuts that shit down. Oh, <laughs> like, that's a bummer. I'll be sitting there playing with my other dog, like playing tug of war, or like, you know, playing yeah. with a rope toy or everything. He'll come over. He'll take it out of my hand and walk away with it. He's like, no, nope, wow. you are I'm not having fun. sick of your shit. <laughs> and he'll go over. He's like, fine. I didn't want to play anyway. I'm going to go play by myself. <laughs> Call me. What a dick. When you're ready to go home. <laughs> oh, we, like, he's our ornery old man. Like, <laughs> How old is he? He is, we got him 20, he's nine. Oh, that's, I he'll mean, be, he'll be that's 10 old for a big dog. 10 in July yeah. Yeah. or June. Has he always been a grumpy old man? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. He used to be able to, like, play around and, like, all that kind of stuff, but now he's just... I think he also has a problem with my other dog, Sophie, mm. where they have a weird relationship. They love each other, but also, they like, he fucking hates her, and she's terrified of him. Mm. Like, she won't walk past him. Like, if I'm trying to go to the kitchen, she wants to follow me and he's, like, laying down in between two rooms, mm -hmm. she will sit there and cry until I'm like, Johnny, come here. And then he'll move, and then she'll walk around him. Because mm. otherwise he'll just sit there and be like, 
and start <laughs> growling at it. I'm like, dude, just let her by. And he's like, no, <laughs> I'm staying here. And if you want to get around me, you're not getting around me. I'm not about that life. So <laughs> he's just an <laughs> asshole. Speaking of pets and animals, um, <clears throat> I've recently gotten back into Stardew Valley. Mm. Oh, I love that game. Yeah. And I, for a long time, I haven't been able to appreciate chill single player games. Um, I've kind of always been the, I need to play something competitive. I need to always be practicing something. I need to be like getting better whatever, whatever I'm playing. And I think I finally hit that point now where I don't and can't give a shit about that anymore. Mm-hmm. So like when we all, all the friend group picked up Valorant and, um, I really can't wrap my head around wanting to get good at that game. Uh, I, I've never played League of Legends, but I've heard it's got a terrible community. I would yeah. venture to assume from what I've seen that Valorant's community is probably just as crappy. Mm-mm. Yeah? No, nah, League is... Worse? Yeah. It went from fun to toxic, and then, like, I don't know if there's lower than toxic, but, mm. like... Sub-toxic. It's, yeah. Septic. <laughs> nice. It's, it's I like there. that. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I just, these, some of these games take so much time to get acclimated to. I actually, when I was playing Apex a lot, I took it very seriously. I really wanted to get better. I downloaded AimLab so I could get better at tracking. I, you know, we've talked about this before. You guys know the gist, but it, it is actually become like a significant effort to stay even passable. At some of these games, I'm fucking awful at Valorant. And, like, I was never great at Counter-Strike, but I was okay. I feel, like, absolutely terrible when I play Valorant. Like, I just can't get the hang of it. Um, and I, I've i had the guys on the server, they keep trying to tell me, like, what I'm doing wrong and give me tips. And it's like, I don't, I'm in the point where I don't want to do this anymore. Like, I don't want to sit here and have to focus and learn and practice a game. And some of our friends just, they play it so much more than me that I don't even stand a chance like, I'm never going to be as good as they are at these games. So it's, uh, I've had a rough couple months with with travel and a couple other things going on. And I was like, you know what? I really need to just get back into a chill game. What did I, what did I play? Whatever did I play single player that I could just relax while playing? And I was like, man, I haven't played Stardew in a while. And in the past, I want to say three weeks, I've got 60 hours into it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've, Basically stopped playing everything else. I play Apex a couple hours here and there. Have but you done the uh, the expanded mod? No. So I, I like <clears> I said before, I don't want to do any mods with Stardew until I beat the base game mm. the way it was like supposed to be. Because I've never gotten all the friendships. I've never found a lot of the hidden secrets towards the end. I've never even done the community center. Mm. So now I'm I'm one item away from completing the community center. I've got a rabbit in a barn at two and a half hearts, and I need a rabbit's foot. So that's like my only <laughs> obstacle left to completing that. But I, I'm really enjoying just being able to like design the farm and relax and not have any like hard goals set for myself. Because mm-hmm. I don't know what it is, but I, th- I think it's like the stress of the rest of my life gets higher. It becomes harder for me to enjoy stress-inducing games. Yeah, that makes sense. Like, that's why like I always fall back to Minecraft. It's like, yeah, I just go... The music is relaxing. I will go break some dirt and build an ugly looking house that I will then blow up and start again tomorrow. Yeah, I, <laughs> I always like when we get into the Minecraft servers, but 
I, I think out of all of our friends, other than you for hosting the server, I appreciate playing with Derek the most because he builds things. Mm. So like I'll log on and three days after the server starts, everybody's got everything. Everybody's mm. got Elytra. Everybody's got like all the, the end game, the end shit. Zach kills the dragon in four hours by blowing beds up. Like, you know, it's just, <laughs> you know, they go through the thing. I go yeah. in and I just want to see what my creative muscle can do. And that's yeah. how I can enjoy yeah. the game. Derek takes that to like the nth degree and makes dungeons and storylines and like crazy cool shit. And I really appreciate that out of it. Um, and I think like we've kind of segregated into groups when we get on the server and who ends up enjoying what. Mm -hmm. And uh, I always feel like it starts and I go off a little bit on my own at first just to kind of like get a feel of the server. And then I rejoin everybody and start playing with everybody. But like, I've never rushed to go do the Ender Dragon. I've never, I've never actually been to the end on anything but the Pixelmon server. Mm. I've been to the end a couple times. Even though I host all the servers, I actually don't end up playing all the way to the end because I stop and I build stuff and then I just relax. And, yeah. mm -hmm. and then I start doing dumb shit. Like, <laughs> um, I usually end up putting myself in like uh, the, the creative mode. Uh, I put Derek in creative mode because he just wants to build shit. And I always end up there yeah. too. Mm -hmm. So I put myself in God mode and then I create just dumb items for the people on the server to build. Like I built uh, a bone throne that then I made bones for people to fight each other with the bones to see who can get the most like amount of crits first. I think they usually always play to 10 because uh, that is without killing. And all of the bones are magically like knockback like four or something ridiculous and they're called like uh theodore bonesville and <laughs> like john bone jovi and stuff like that <laughs> i had four of them and they would you'd pick up the, the bones you beat the shit out of each other and then you put the bones back in the chest and then whoever wins gets to go up and you know sit on the throne of literal bone um I remember one time we did it. We did all the bone puns for all the weapons. Yeah. And then one of them was just called like the throngler or something like that. <laughs> just like nonsensical. Yeah. Uh, but like you, you see what I mean about some games where you really don't have to put any effort forth. It's really more about enjoying the experience. Mm -hmm. um, I, I find that recently I'm enjoying that kind of thing a lot more, which is tough for me because I'm very extroverted. I have to be very social. Otherwise I start getting like weird and lonely. Well, that's why I haven't been able to play a single player game at all. Like I, I try so hard to get back into single player, mm -hmm. but between uh, ADHD and the fact that there is no stimulant of like another person, like talking about it or playing it. Yeah. Then I just lose it. And then yep. that's, that's the end of it. I just, it's gone, gone forever. Yeah. And it's, it's cool when we get into these kicks, like whenever we get into the sea of thieves kick with Jake, it's always fun. Uh, but Phil, says top three single player games all time. Oh man. Legend mm -hmm. of Zelda Ocarina of Time number one. Mm -hmm. Mass Effect number two. Bioshock number three. Easy peasy. I remember when Bioshock came out, it was DX ten. Uh, it was like one of the first games that came out with DX ten. Everyone was like, the water looks so real. And then I remember you start like in the water floating and I was like, oh, fuck, that does look real. <laughs> <laughs> I have all of the Bioshock games because they're on like games with gold or, you know, mm -hmm. one of those yep. things. 
I don't think I ever finished the first one. Oh. And I haven't played the others. That's, that's almost God. every single player game I've I ever played. I got to the major plot twist mm-hmm. of the first one, but then, like, something else came out. Like, mm-hmm. I think literally the pandemic hit, and I'm like, okay, There's, maybe I shouldn't be playing this game right now. Like, I've never experienced, like, let me, actually, let me preface it. I love when I hit a game that brings something so new to the table. You just have to sit there and like jaw drop. Mm-hmm. Um, Bioshock was one of the first ones I can remember. Mm-hmm. So like when I was a kid, Ocarina of Time is number one for me because of nostalgia. I know Breath of the Wild's better. Honestly, Never it's a better it. game. But uh, Ocarina of Time really makes me feel like a kid again. So that's why I give it the number one spot. Um, when I played Ocarina of Time, I'd played some Sega games before that. Like I had a Genesis as a kid. Uh, nothing was ever like Ocarina of Time. It was like a whole new realm of video games for me. Uh, Then Half-Life. Nothing was like Half-Life when Half-Life came out. There were no story-driven first-person shooters like Mm -hmm. Half-Life. It really, like, it set the precedent for that kind of thing. And then, um, like, Bioshock took that to, like, the whole next level. It was still a story-driven shooter, but, like, talk about just a beautifully written plot and scene and like half-life was still like messy like it had a plot but it wasn't like something you'd read in a book it was still a video game plot you know bioshock had plot twists and like deep deep lore behind it half-life 2 eventually developed that lore for the half-life series but it Mm -hmm. wasn't all there in half-life 1 Mm -hmm. bioshock came in with like all cylinders firing set up this insane world it was the first game i ever experienced that brought you through something um, where the the scenery was really important. Mm-hmm. It's like when you descend into Rapture the first time on the submersible, even when you're going down the staircase where Andrew Ryan's face lights up and you see the banner that says, no gods or kings, only men, or just men. I forget the exact phrasing. That I remember looking at that and being like, oh, man, I'm playing something special. Mm-hmm. Like even, even then it registered that this was not like what I'd previously played. Mm-hmm. And I love that leap forward that some of these single player games take. Well, that was the whole Half-Life, Half-Life 2 jump. Half-Life was it's the first single player, like story driven 3D game. Mm -hmm. Because you had Wolfenstein and stuff, but the 2D. Um, But Wolfenstein was very arcadey. Well, some of it. Half-Life was not. Yeah. And then Half-Life 2 was the uh, physics. First ever physics engine in a video game. Mm -hmm. So. Like they they have their pushes, and then you have Alex, which is arguably the first AAA VR game. First AAA VR game. First, I think story driven action VR game. Second, I think they got beat by Boneworks by a, like a month, if that. Oh, I never played that. It's apparently really good. Yeah, yeah. Half Life Alex was amazing and also terrifying, mm. and I I kind of bummed that it's almost restricted to a VR headset. Because a lot of people don't get to experience it because they don't have headsets. I highly, highly recommend if you have somebody who can lend you a headset, a headset just to play it. Half Life Alex was phenomenal. I heard. I, I still haven't played it because again, me single player is just a thing that's a problem. Um, I've I've had a hard time because I didn't want to buy it. Same with Boneworks. I hear it's really good, but I don't want to buy it and then get a couple hours through it and then stop playing it and then never play it again. Mm-hmm. Which, That's why I love games with, or um, game pass. 
yeah, that's why <laughs> that's why I've been using Game Pass. Like, why are you paying $15 or $12 a month or whatever for Game Pass? Like, because if you could see my download and uninstall history <laughs> on Game Pass, yeah. it's worth every fucking penny. Well, because you, you keep looking for gold in, in Games Pass. Like no, you, I, I'll, I, they have old stuff that, like, I wanted to, like, they had the uh, Wolfenstein 3D. I know, but my point is, you try to try as many things that look interesting as possible. Oh, yeah. But, like, not a lot of it on Games Pass, I think, is what... They have a is lot worth of, the download, honestly. They have a lot of a lot of filler, old stuff. A lot of it is filler, but I don't download the filler. Um, they do have some things that come out that are relatively new, and I'm like, oh, I was waiting for that, mm-hmm. uh, so I'll, I'll download it and I'll play it for a little while. But if it's not a multiplayer game, I usually get bored way too quick, and that's something I've been working on. But the only single player game, like shooter wise, that I think has a lot of replayability. That's come out anytime recently. Probably the Doom series. Mm. I haven't really. I haven't played. even finished those. And and I enjoy playing them. I just never finished it, it. because you need somebody to make you go finish it. Probably like, you won't choose it of your own volition. But I, that's me for most of my games, and and now my my library's gotten so goddamn big because <laughs> fuck you, Steam sales. I'm up like damn near five hundred games in Steam, uh, like. You know, that's not Game Pass games. Those are, I own oh, yeah. damn near 500 games on Steam. And it's a problem. Because mm-hmm. now, some, what the fuck we were, uh, I think I'm almost half that. We just got Shatterstorm, which is a free-to-play game. I have like It's like Call of Duty, <laughs> um, and uh, Apex had a baby. So it's an interesting game. But uh, we went to go play it, and I went to go find it. So I, I had to go scroll and find the game. And I skipped over it like three times because I have so many games to start with the goddamn letter S. <laughs> I couldn't find it. I had to start typing it in to find it. I'm like, all right, that's it. It's officially gotten to a point where I need to start like cleaning my library and like sorting games in subsections or something. It's official. I- I'm at that point. It's too big. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I-, I think for me, like my tiers of games. Uh, Mass Effect, I think, is going to be number one. Oh hell yeah! Uh, the the trilogy in general, I even, yep. yeah the the ending, whatever. But they the, made it better. The story as I, a whole, I, I haven't fucking played love. that either. Joe, <laughs> I can't stress enough. I can't play single player. Don't games. even bother. You know, honestly, like j- not even, not even to be rude. Don't even bother with Mass Effect, because in Thank order you for to the follow, who, who followed? Uh. Sin, Sin the Rage? Hey, Mike. What's up? <laughs> um, in, in order for you to really appreciate Half-Life, like, one is a little tough to get into now. Like, it, it didn't really age super well. The story's still phenomenal, but the gameplay's a little, mm. little like, I, I mainly rely on nostalgia my way through Mass Effect 1. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, the, the art, uh, not great. Yeah, but like in <laughs> order to get the full story, you import your save from one to two, and it mm. builds on the choices you made in one, and then two to three. Oh, You're yes. never gonna finish one. Don't bother playing it. Yeah, honestly, this is like the Mass Effect experience. You won't enjoy with just I, I one. Think, now. I think the way, and and it is the only way that I will finish these games is if we end up doing them on stream or something, because yes. that constitutes me having to go play the game. Yeah, like it's not a choice where it's like, I have some free time and I'm going to go play the game again. No, it's like, okay, it's, it's Tuesday or whatever. I got to go stream the game again because 
that's what we're doing. And you know what? I think we should do something like that. And yes, like, Phil, like have, exactly. Like, have you have you do Mass Effect or something along those lines? I would like, love to do a stream like that and, like, just sit by you while you play Mass Effect. Yeah, like, literally, Bronson and I sit there and watch you play and watch you make the decisions mm. just for Bronson and I to be like, no. But why that? <laughs> but but I also, at the same time, I wouldn't even want to do, like, I wouldn't want to no. preemptively react to anything. Oh, no. you, I would wait. you make me play Stardew Valley? I would. <laughs> I'm kicking you out of the chat. Uh, yeah, Joe, I don't think Stardew is a Joe game. No, no. I, I, so Elena plays Stardew a lot. So sometimes she'll like leave the game open mm. and I'll just hop in and be like, I want to mine the fuck out of things. And you're like, what do you mean I got to sleep? The fuck? I'm not yeah. even halfway done mining. There's still rocks here. That There's still the things I got to kill. thing that pisses me off <laughs> where like once you hit midnight, your character's like, I'm dead now. Oh, it's 2 a.m. <laughs> oh, that's sorry. Yeah. Yeah, right, 2 a.m. Yeah. But it's like, I'm dead now. Meanwhile, I'm literally one step outside of my front door <laughs> where I'm like two steps away from my bed. Hey, listen. listen. And they're like, hey, um, someone could have robbed you, so you're going to pay me 200 gold. Okay, thanks. Bye. Someone I could have robbed you. That's out. me. That the difficulty curve in Stardew Valley is a straight line, and it's at the bottom of the chart. I don't want to hear that you can't maintain your working hours between six a.m. and two a.m. That's the like the only thing. It's not that I. The can't. game sets of any kind of difficulty. It's, if you remove that, the game becomes like literally inconsequential. Yes. Yeah. That's what I want. No, <laughs> I want to beat up things when I for 14 hours straight. <laughs> when I start games, the inconsequential games actually become a problem. You know what I'm going to do? If the game is too easy, I am much less likely to continue playing it. I think I'm going to mod Stardew Valley. Oh, no. Sponsored by Monster. And you're going to be able to be able to stay awake for three full days. But then you have four days worth of coma. And then you're, you're back up. You got three more days. If you need to really get through this, you could pop a can of Monster. You could go another 24 hours, and then you're hitting a two-day coma. Yes. <laughs> Amazing. Consequences? What are those? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, I think that's the Stardew Valley that I'd play. Extreme <laughs> Stardew Valley. I, that actually kind of like hits a note for me with, with like removing consequence. Um, so often when I try games and then hate them, it's because I've start them. They're designed to be like an easy intro. And then the difficulty never gets to the point where I feel engaged by the game. Mm -hmm. So I don't, I'm not talking about like experience based games or games that are meant to be chill, but like for, I don't know, the games without any difficulty that I breeze through are games that I forget and never touch again. Yeah. So like if I made the mistake the first time I played through Doom Eternal of playing it too easy. So I, I played Doom 2016 on Nightmare and it was difficult. It wasn't impossible, but it really made you critique exactly what you were doing. You're not allowed to stop moving. It was a difficult game. Yeah. I started playing Doom Eternal and I was like, well, I just kind of want to get into this on like, I want to breeze through it the first time. That was a mistake. Because in the first playthrough, I was like, eh, I just use a super shotgun for everything, whatever, right? And then I went back and I was like, all right, I got used to it on, on Hurt Me Plenty. I'm going to try it on, I'm going to just jump to Nightmare. There is such a difficulty spike between Doom Eternal and Doom 2016, Nightmare to Nightmare. And then 
they made it worse in the DLCs. <laughs> so the two DLCs, I would say like difficulty-wise on Nightmare, Doom 2016, they like a 5 out of 10, right? As long as you know the, the battle loop, you're fine. Doom Eternal, like probably like a seven and a half, eight. Mm-hmm. And then both the DLCs are 10 and 10. They're, I've, oh my God, like one <laughs> misstep and you're fucked mm-hmm. in every single fight. And then doing the um, the gore nests on on <laughs> Nightmare. I don't know how people play that game on Ultra Nightmare. There are people that speed run all of Doom Eternal on Ultra Nightmare in like four hours. Holy crap. Yeah, I, I never, I, I usually just jump, I jump into the hard, but not the hardest on all games mm-hmm. because I feel like I pick up things relatively quickly. Um, if I play anything on easy or medium, it's just not going to be a fun time because yeah. it's just like click, 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 click. Okay, now what? Also, let's not bring back Modern Warfare 2. Oh, no, no. <laughs> this is, the times have changed. Yes. <laughs> so many your mom jokes. So many. That was the least of your worries. <laughs> I, I think <laughs> the only time I did, like, I played a game on super easy was when the Mass Effect remaster came out. Because I already know the story, and I already know the game, and I know what choices <laughs> I want to make. Mm-hmm. But I want to see the story made to look prettier. Mm. You know what I mean? So that, that's, like, the only time I've done that. Otherwise, um, one of the other games on my list is the Halo franchise. Yeah. Like, I... Halo multiplayer is fun. But the storyline for the original trilogy of Halo mm-hmm. is just incredible. See, like, I, I add, didn't add in like ODST as well. Oh, yeah. See, I would I would oh say God, that awesome. Halo would be one of my f- single player games, except I we played the second one and we played the story and I played it with my brother. Mm-hmm. So that wasn't a single player yeah. game oh, yeah. to me. Well, I consider it a single player game even though you're playing it with someone else, mm. but it's not just online. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I, I would consider, even though you're doing multiplayer or split screen or whatever, I would still put that in the single player side of things because you're playing the campaign mode. I think I actually have a hot take on that. I don't think co-op games should be co-op games where the co-op doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. If you're going to play a co-op game, if you're going to design a co-op game, the cooperative portion of that game should make a difference. Mm-hmm. Halo 1, Halo 2, and Halo 3, although you could play co-op, did not add anything to the experience other than trolling your friends. True, yeah. So it it's fine. Like, you can play co-op, but, like, I wouldn't advertise it as a co-op experience. Games like Army of Two, mm-hmm. where we played that for... That was fun. Way the too first long. One. <laughs> second one, ass. Yeah, we didn't pl- I didn't play the second it one It was bad. All. But <laughs> that game had a co-op that meant something because the co-op was part of the game. <laughs> so top three co-op games. Let's see. Uh, one, my top, top one has to be Gunstar Heroes for the Sega Genesis. Oh, oh my God. Because that was one of my first co-op games ever. How Me and many, my brother used to play it. How many hours did we play that in your basement on your main? I... I don't even know how many hours of my life I have spent playing Gunstar Heroes. <laughs> the The noises are burned into my mind when, forever. We I went over to Joe's house one time after he finished his MAME, the multi-arcade cabinet, and he was, like, going on about this game, and I was like, okay, like, I'll play it with you. And I was bad at it. He was good at it because years of experience. And I, I was like, we finished, like, playing. We went to shut down, and I was like, I, you know, that was, that was okay. But I don't know how like invested I was 
you know, what do you want to do for the rest of the day? And Joe was like, it's 1130. And I was like, what the f <laughs> we got there at like 11 a.m. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. Gunstar Heroes is one of those games. It's just such a, uh, even looking back now, it was such a trendsetter game. It's a for more like light bullet hell, right? Um, yeah. Like the one, so there's two, two guys that could shoot. One of them, here's, here's the, the rub. One of the characters has to stop and aim to shoot. And the other character could shoot and move at the same time to like aim around in circles. So you had to know which one you're good at oh, to, to okay. pick which character you had. They did not have the same ability. And then they had uh, earth, fire, uh, like power or uh, grass. So you could like get the weapons. One's like a little tiny flamethrower. One shoots little like uh, leaf arrow things and so on and so forth. And then you can mix them together to make certain weapon combinations. So it's basically a, a side-scrolling shooter 2D thing. And it was just so much fun. Um, so that was that's definitely my number one. Uh, let's see. Army of Two was good. See, I play so many co-op games. Dalton, Mario Kart's not a co-op game. <laughs> That's Mario like saying Mario 64. Tennis is a co-op game. And I think I think we're talking about video games here. I totally agree with you. The best co-op game that's ever existed is tabletop RPGs. Oh fuck yeah. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Oh, that's a that's a really good co-op game to bring up. Uh the new um whatchamacallit that's coming out. Forgotten Realms? No. The the one we, we bought like two years ago that's still in beta. I don't remember. D, &D game. There's the 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 Baldur's Gate? That one. Baldur's Gate, Dark Alliance. So good. I haven't played it yet. So Dark Alliance was an old one. It's from 2001. It was a, I got it on Xbox. Well, I didn't get it on Xbox. My Xbox was modded via a friend's brother who was good at stuff like that at I the time. I remember that. Yeah. And I had like a stack <laughs> of DVDs that were just <laughs> games written in Magic Marker. Oh, man. <laughs> Core memory unlocked. Oh, Sitting man. on the carpet in Joe's basement going through eight different CD stacks trying to figure out what we were going to play. Fuck. My Dreamcast was modded too. <laughs> so, um, so oh, Baldur's Gate, Dark Alliance, which they just re-released on Steam, uh, and apparently they they updated it with like new whatevers. That is one of my favorite co-op games. It's a two-player game, and you run around. It's a, a top-down, just slash beat 'em up, but it's D and D. Um, I didn't know that at the time because I was young and I didn't know about D and D. So uh, that's a fun one. I'm trying to think of what else I have in the co-op game list. See, my, my memory was stuff because I run through so many. It's just not there. Mm -hmm. but I, know, I guess the new Baldur's Gate. I, I know for me, the game A Way Out, it's a fairly recent game. I know it's on Game Pass. Um, it's a two-player game where you are breaking out of prison. Mm -hmm. oh. And one person controls one character. The other person controls the other character. And it's a pseudo-RPG where each person's actions can affect both players. Oh, oh okay. So even you, if, you just unlock my third one. So even if I'm sitting there <laughs> like, you know, oh, um, I'm totally going to lie to this person and the other person tells the truth, it's like, oh, well, now we have to deal with these consequences, uh, um, which it would be a super fun game to stream on one of my old podcasts. We streamed half of it until we stopped doing it. Um, but, uh, that was a lot of fun. I really want to get back into playing that. We could definitely try that. The rampage games. Uh, all of them were fun. Oh my God. A core memory of mine <laughs> is one Sunday 
my parents did not like us playing video games during the day mm-hmm. because when they were downstairs, the TV time was theirs, like all that. <laughs> oh, stuff. yeah, yeah. We played Rampage on the PS1, rented it from Blockbuster, literally played all day one Sunday <laughs> to the point where we got to like the moon levels. Mm. Wow. Like, you got so up we there. literally destroyed the world and the game's like, okay, you're going to the moon next. So we were literally doing <laughs> moon, like destroying moon cities. So that's one of my all-time favorite kind of games. And another one, I haven't played in a while. It's called Fogs, P-H-O-G. Oh. I don't know It's that. a Nintendo game. It's a co-op oh, game right. where you control a two-headed dog. Mm. One player controls one head. The other controls the other head. And you're attached. So, like, you can, like, stretch each oh. other out. And, like, <laughs> you can bark and, like, grab things. And, like, you can grab your other player. So, like, you spin around in circles can really like fuck with them. Mm-hmm. Such a fun game. All right. So I think the goat of co-op games, and this is coming out of left field. There has never been a game like this since little big planet. I was I've a, never actually um, played it. It was that new one with the, the fork and, and something that was very, very similar. Isn't that the but same developers? It, it very well could have been. It looks very similar. But I, I think you're missing one that had a very, very similar concept. The Splinter Cell series. I never played any of the Splinter Cell games. So I have so many core memories of Chaos Theory. Mm-hmm. So one of my old friends used to... Uh, I, I met him online through Counter-Strike. We used to play um, Chaos Theory with a uh, LAN link. We used to use Hamachi to get on the same network and then play LAN because both of our games was cracked. We didn't, we didn't pay for them. <laughs> so... Chaos Theory, you were spies, and you were basically dropped off somewhere, and then you had to defeat, like, you had to get through the missions, mm-hmm. but you had to be sneaky. The The thing with Chaos Theory, and again, at the time, this was not a thing. If you had a mic hooked up for, like, uh, Ventrilo and stuff, you actually had to use your mic in the game, and if you talked too loud, the enemies would hear you and then come and oh, that's shoot cool. you. So you'd have to like one person would have to go like jump over the wall and then unlock the door and this and that. It was a lot of co-op aspects that you couldn't do alone. So I, we would always get shot because he was such a dipshit. I would throw him up over the wall and then I would stand next to the door so that he could like quietly lock pick it and then open the door and he would just fucking kick the door open, which would knock my character out (laughs) So then I would start <laughs> laughing and then we would get shot while <laughs> Oh so my god. That yes. is a fun one. And I I uh, Ubisoft just released their own store thing. It's one of the reasons I hate it. They released all the old games and I'm like, yes, they have chaos theory. I'm gonna download it. They fucking put the old because they did update it for PlayStation 3 or 4. They made like an HD version. Mm-hmm. And they made, like, the, the online services and everything. They put the original version um, on the PC version so that you can't do the online services part. I'm like, okay, oh. so the whole point of the fucking game, I can't do. Oh, man. And it's Jeez. full screen. You can't go hit screen because they didn't put the HD version on. Like, you lazy bastards. Couldn't just give us one of the best co-op games of all time. Another good one? Fear 2. 
Oh yeah, those were really good. That actually had a point to playing each character too. That was that had co-op like ingrained in the game. If you remember Matt, he played in my basement one night. It was like th- two or three in the morning. Toy. Yeah, uh. we were playing Fear or Prey. It was like two or three in the morning. We had like a stat. We I don't remember how much Domino's we ordered. I think we ordered fifteen Domino's pizzas. Jesus, Jesus Christ! Just just it it stacks. And we were sitting. I used to set up like folding tables in my basement, and we would like land party. And um, I accidentally slapped Joe in the face at one of those. Yeah. So he was playing, and I was playing, and then something jumps. Get we left. We turned it on. All the lights off. Playing. We had our volume maxed. We were like, "This is what we're doing. Full volume. Lights off. This is what we're doing." The thing jump scared him. He almost flipped the fucking table. Pizza goes everywhere. He yells. I yell. <laughs> I remember that. That game was fucking terrifying. That was oh so the God. accidentally story. Phil just went accidentally in the chat. We were playing Stalker Shadow of Chernobyl. Which oh, I remember that game. In some parts had really scary parts. Um, I, we're Joe and I are sitting next to each other on the folding tables with our, our we you literally used to bring our PC towers to each other's houses. Mm-hmm. Uh and I'm sitting next to him. We're both playing Stalker, not in the same game. So I go into this sewer portion where you meet one of the first, like, actual dangerous mutants in the game. And I round a corner. And what this thing does, it was called, like, the Sorcerer or something like that. But this one specifically threw its hands out at you, did a bunch of psychic damage, and zoomed your vision in so you could only see it, like, howling at you. And I literally went, ah! like that and slapped Joe right in the forehead and he's just, just like really and I'm like ah. God there are so many great games in the chat right now like yeah, I know I'm, I'm trying to like catch them up fantastic Battlefront 2 on the PS2 oh I had the one Golden of my Eye. favorite what, games what Golden like, Eye ever. was it on on um, PS2 that was so good I think it was probably the same one that was on the GameCube that's uh, right. There, it was like a uh, never like, die, something never, like that. Never something. I have it. It's somewhere in my basement. The other uh, James Bond game uh, from Russia with Love is really good too. That was a good one. I remember. Really? I, I remember I, that see, was one of my favorite stealth I games. Love co-op games. It's one of my favorite genres. I wish that I, it's starting to finally come back. Developers are finally realizing that people actually like coming over and hanging out with each other and playing games, not just playing over the internet. And I love that they're starting to make a comeback. That's like the one that's, thing. That's the way a way out is. Joe, yeah. we, we forgot a really important one we used to play. Mm. Time Splitters 2. Oh, yeah. Got was it. Was that co-op, though? That was like more multiplayer than co-op. No, they had the the, the story mode. Oh, yeah, that is true. With the, with the two protagonists. Yeah, and it was yeah, actually yeah. made to have two protagonists throughout the story. Except that, like... One of the end levels, one of the protagonists dies, and like it just replaces that character with a totally random time splitter you've never met before. Be fine. <laughs> doesn't explain it at all. Oh, hey, I'm Chet. I'm the new guy. The, uh, but all they right. literally wrote the Come whole game. Yeah, they literally wrote the whole game to have two protagonists, and then like two levels before the end, one of them gets killed. It's never explained until the second game or the third game, and and then like you could see the other player. Obviously, you just turn into some random person each <laughs> mission. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it just is what it was at the time. I I don't know. It was a weird time, but yeah, I I miss co-op games. I miss like good co-op games mm-hmm. where it, where it actually meant something to the gameplay loop. Yeah, right. Yeah, 
And I'm not talking about that stupid, like, haha, we have to stand on two circles at the same time. Like, no, but actual co-op stuff that makes sense. Like, mm-hmm. real things that have consequence on your positioning and what you can do in the game that you can't do with one person. Yeah, yeah. That, that's what ended up ruining uh, Army of Two, too. Yeah. Was that the aspect of, like... So you used to have, uh, there was a big guy and a little guy. And the little guy used to move quick. The big guy was a tank, obviously. That's how they did it. Um, So one guy had to move quick and, like, get into position. The other guy could, like, absorb damage and, like, pull the enemy off of, like, the right position so that your teammate could pop up and, like, shoot him not in Mm -hmm. the armor. I think that's on Game Pass as well. I don't think it ever came out on PC. Oh, well, you have real Game Pass. I I have the console (laughs) plus PC one. Yeah, I don't. My Xbox uh, will never turn on again. Yeah. But, (laughs) yeah, I mean, Gears of War, the first one, and I think the second one, that co-op campaign was real good. And it was set for two people to play. Was it? Yeah. Uh, Because I I remember I played the first Gears. I didn't really like it that much. But even with the co-op, it didn't seem like the co-op was there for anything other than you were playing as the other main character. Yeah. But there wasn't I don't recall things for two players. I mean there Oh no, the spotlight. Yeah. I forgot about that. The spotlight level where you had to keep the spotlight on your teammate. True. Okay. That is a good example then mm-hmm. of where it actually made a difference. The, the only game. thing that I hated, I mean, I and that's just it's the the thing of FPS is that the split screens at the time were like I can't mm-hmm. say. Yeah. I, I hated split screen for that exact reason. All 34 pixels. Yeah. I can't two find people a... looking at a vertically split CRT was yeah. not great. Yeah. No. Especially not the like 27. We had a 27 inch CRT back in the day. We were like, oh man, we're hot shit. I remember and, when we got the 32 in my basement. And I was like, yep. <gasps> I could see everything. <laughs> <laughs> remember when. Uh, Quick break out the, you, the 64. We can have four people now. <laughs> You got I the, used to have a 65 in the basement. It was you the got projection. the DLP TV, yeah. and it was like a game changer because yeah. mm-hmm. we would have to sit so close to the CRTs we could see the fucking pixels. Yeah. And then he got the rear projection one in the basement, and suddenly it was, it was, it was like, was there, are there 70? pixels on here? I think it was a 70-inch rear projection TV. Oh, yeah. So we used to play like rock band. Yeah, it used to be like rock band and stuff, but the only thing was- You couldn't sit too It's close. a rear projection. So the latency of a rear projection, it's like 140 milliseconds. Mm-hmm. So you had to like just crank everything when you were playing on it. Now, sitting there calibrating the guitar, click, yeah, click. Until they put the click. light on it, the sensor. Then you just held it up. Man, that was a good time. Oh, oh, on the Guitar Hero controller? Yeah, the third yeah. one or the fourth one, they just put a little sensor on it. And you just, it, it flashed the screen and it blinked. And I was like, you remember we did a Guitar good. Hero uh, contest on the beach for the rat? Yeah. And they didn't set it up right. And you could do it to yeah. play. So Joe can play Guitar Hero where he's independent of the song. Like he gets the rhythm of just the buttons. That's how I get to. I can't. If the music's off, I can't play it. I'll play to the music every time. And and like my brain will move where the bar is where you're supposed to hit. Mm. I So they had it set up wrong. And I was hitting. I was literally like missing every note. And I was like halfway through the song. I was like, I'm sorry. I, I can't actually play this. Yeah. It, I can't make my brain do that. Damn promotions, people. Yeah. <laughs> I ended up... Fucking radio people, am I I've, right? I've won two <laughs> two or three events from Guitar Hero. Just, yep. just playing. Just going. One every of them high was score in every arcade you go to as well. One of them I was, was like at, uh, super into it. One of them the was at iPlay. It was so fucking funny. It was so nerdy. This is probably the nerdiest story. I I went to iPlay to, to get its... Uh, I won tickets to skate and surf, which was like uh, 
I guess the equivalent of Warped Tour. Um, so I ended up, I had to beat like nine people because they set up the tournament so terribly wrong that the person that went first just had to keep winning. Oh God. So oh, it wasn't even a bracket. It was no, just like, I just had to keep going, keep challenging the yeah, winner. And I happened to be like the second person. <laughs> so I beat the first person and then I just had a round. I just had to beat out everyone. And there were like 11 people. So I beat out everybody else. And then at that point it was the, at the end of iPlay. So it was closed. So we had all of the employees just standing around in a circle, watching us play guitar hero at iPlay. And then everyone there was like, oh my God, you got to beat the resident like in-house guitar hero guy. Well, it was one of the employees. I'm like, I just played 11 songs on expert <laughs> and they were picking, they weren't picking the songs. The people were picking the songs. So they were all the fucking hard ones. Okay. And the, meanwhile, the entire room I'm sure is doing that whoop thing that you get after playing guitar hero for too long. Yeah. yeah. So oh, same no, thing I'm, when I'm you, good like that. when you drive, yeah. I get that too. If I drive for too Do long. You? Yeah. Uh, Phil, the only different. clear answer to that question is Donkey Konga, and I will not accept anything else. <laughs> I have the Donkey Kongas. Yeah, I know. I don't care about <laughs> anything with a flight yoke or anything with a steering wheel or anything Guitar Hero. The correct answer to that question is Donkey Konga. I don't know. You're missing one very key demographic. Wii Sports. Light gun controllers. That's Ooh. true. I have... I, I still think Donkey Konga's I better. have uh, Time Crisis, Time Crisis 2, 3, Crisis Zone on PlayStation 2, all of those. And then I have Silent Scope, which came with a full fucking sniper rifle. <laughs> it was green and you used it. It was for the Xbox. And if you took off all the sniper rifle accessories and closed the lids, it turned into a shotgun. And then it was House of the Dead. It was a two pack game. Oh, that's cool. Damn. And I still have that fucking controller in the basement. That's really <laughs> cool. So I don't know. There's a lot of weird controllers and I have a lot of them. Uh, the one that I'm most proud of is uh, Konami. Uh, the There was a game called... Uh, the, one of the shooting games. Uh, it was like police training or something like that. It was for uh, Sega. They had a mail-in controller that you needed to buy. It was for the second player. And it basically is a, um, an old phone jack that plugs into the first controller, which is blue, and then it gives you the second controller, which is pink. It's called the Justifier. The problem was that it wasn't sold in the store. It was only mail order. Oh, so when you bought way. the game, you had to send like 15 or 20 bucks to Konami with all of your address and blah, 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 and they would send you the Justifier. So obviously not that many were sold. Yo, yeah. I have one in the box. Damn. It's worth like three or $400 at this point. So Jeez. stupid. But I love weird controller stuff. They're, I love games that had those funky ass... Um, like the whole reason that the Dreamcast controller came out was because of uh, Knights, where it had that f fucking pie controller that was sh it was made just for knights so yeah weird controllers it's kind of my shtick <laughs> pun intended yeah <laughs> i can get behind that um well i feel like it's uh, that's a pretty good uh, jumping off point for us here um thank you all so much for hanging out with us everyone in the chat all the new followers thank you uh for checking us out don't forget we go live on twitch every wednesday at like eight o'clock ish eight -ish. Uh, ish eastern give or take Next week, we have Cast Iron Kyle coming on. He's going to be talking cast iron cooking and all that kind of stuff. 
may or may not get a cooking demo. We'll may see. Or may or may not work be really excited. Um, we deeply appreciate you watching. Yes. Yeah. Thank you so much. Uh, we also do the podcast version of this show. Uh, usually releases Thursday mornings, 8 o'clock or so, on all your favorite podcasting channels. Um, Google, Spotify, Player.fm, TuneIn Radio, uh, TabletopTrio.Podbean.com. Anywhere you find podcasts, we'll be there. Still working on Apple because Apple's yep. being stupid. Hit us up on um, Linktree. Yes. Slash Tabletop Trio. You find all the links there. Mm -hmm. And if you are a podcast listener, first of all, thank you. Um, <laughs> second of all, you can check us out and watch us live, like I said, on Twitch Wednesdays. Uh, if you're in our Twitch chat, make sure you give us a follow as well and uh, all that fun stuff. So for one final time, I'm Bob. I'm Joe. I'm Bronson. This has been the Tabletop Trio podcast. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. We'll be back soon.